Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. You can visit me on our website at scalethepodcast.com or listen to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Today we're going to talk about being in the office versus remote work, meaning all the companies in the world right now are wondering, what the heck am I going to do? Am I going to return to the office? Am I going to come back to the office? Am I going to lose talent? Am I going to keep the talent? Is this going to be a problem for us culturally? So I'm going to go over the positives and negatives of the two different work styles and then share with you our own direction so you know exactly what I'm doing as we grow and scale and have a journey of a $100 million company. So here we go, in-house. One of the most important benefits of being in-house is the culture. This is how a company is, meaning it's the being inside of the company, it's the doing, it's what people feel like, how they're adhering to the core values, how the customers are being served. In office, as a leader, as a manager, as a team member, you can really feel and taste and smell the culture, which by the way, companies are here to serve customers. Employees build companies, not customers. So if you're loving on your people, they're gonna build your business, which are gonna make your customers happy. So this is my most important point and benefit of being in office. The culture, you have an opportunity as a leader to really drive, are we being the right person or the right people for our customers, for our employees, and for the team? Huge win here. Now, the challenge is on the remote world, being remote, gives you a very high level of work-life balance. If the kids have a thing, you can drop everything and go do the kid thing, come back and finish your work at night or early hours of the morning. There's no commute. And so the remote world, there's a lot of lore to being able to control your schedule at a high level. In fact, there's a lot of studies that say remote work creates more productivity from their employees, which is a huge benefit in the remote world. Here's the next thing, teamwork. Organizational change is one of the hardest things to do as a leader. You're gonna come into a leader and say, hey, everything that we've been doing over the last three, four, five years, it works and it's no longer working and we have to change everything. And believe me, this is a real thing for companies. It's a real thing as you're growing and scaling. Every time you reach another mountain, you realize the mountain's higher and it's harder and you need new people, new processes and systems and a new thinking process. And that is called organizational change, organizational structure. We have another video about that. You should check that out, how to create organizational structure and how to create organizational change, which is a huge thing that leaders, and it's not talked about enough, but in the office space, Teamwork is the big deal. Like, how do we get everybody on the same team? How do we get everybody rowing exactly the same way? How do we get our employees to love on our customers the way we need them to love on our customers? And you can only do that in-house, in-office. In fact, I believe teamwork is the biggest reason that companies are deciding to come back. Between culture and teamwork, these are the things that matter when you're trying to make change in a down market, like we're heading into a recession. Right now, a lot of people are wondering, how can we make this work? And I need my team in office. Okay, here's the remote thing, the challenge. It's the opposite of teamwork. A remote 
environment can feel very isolating. And we have thousands of remote workers and we give them advice like, hey, join a community gym, get a community where you're going out on a regular basis, make sure you're doing video consultations with other people on your team so you're feeling connected, get into the morning meetings, get into the end of day huddles. The best thing you can do in the remote world to not feel isolated is communicate a lot, get face-to-face -face on Zoom or, or Teams, whatever you can with as many team members as possible, and create a life where you've got a lot of social interaction outside of the office so that you don't feel isolated. A lot of people fall into a depression space when they're brand new to remote work because they haven't developed a life that is full with other people. In-house side, what I love about leadership is you kind of like Jordan, you're able to bring people together and get a big goal, meaning you get everybody in the room, you understand exactly what their dreams are, what their goals are, and then you relate their dreams to the company dreams. And just like Jordan, that's how you create legacy and win Super Bowls and playoff games is because of leadership. So that is where you can influence others to actually drive change and results inside of a company. In office, that is a whole heck of a lot easier. We had somebody walk into the office the other day and you could just see um, her face, she wasn't happy. And I was like, are you okay? This is an opportunity for me to relieve pressure for her so that she knows that she can say focus on the wildly important one measurement in her day and she could deliver and sure enough, in that day she did great. And it was all because I was able to say, are you okay? That's leadership, okay. On the remote side, now this is a huge benefit. Out of all of this stuff in the remote world, I think this is the number one thing that makes remote work work. When you're in office, there's some tribal knowledge. There's some things inside your business that you can pass on to somebody just by conversation and proximity. Well, if you're a remote company or a hybrid company, all of those things inside of your head have to be documented. You have to put a system in process, meaning you have to have technology, you have to have a standard operating procedures, you have to have videos, this is how we do it here videos. And so in the remote world, it forces structure in a way that actually accelerates growth. And so this might be the best thing about remote work is the results-oriented process system and growing and scaling this is much better in a remote environment because it's, you, you have to document everything. Whereas in the office, you can have a little bit of tribal knowledge and proximity training other people. So this is a positive for remote work. So one of the big things about in office is communication. When you have a disagreement with somebody, it's very, very difficult to get into a room and say in person in a room and say something negative about another human being. But behind a computer or a screen or a social media platform or a chat thing, I've seen some crazy messages. I mean crazy, but you put two people in a room and they get along. Mike Tyson famously said, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Punching in the face doesn't happen in office, meaning people are more likely to communicate at a higher level and, and actually solve problems and create opportunities together than in a remote environment. Here's another thing about remote, which is cool. I like this one. Being remote means less cost. No office, 
no desk, no liability insurance. There's a whole bunch of cost benefits to being remote. And we just saw in New York and San Francisco, major tech companies getting their leases cut by two thirds. So before they had a million square feet, now they only need 300,000 square feet. So there's a huge benefit to the remote world because of cost. And there's a lot of lure for that, especially when you're in the new beginning stages of building a business. Accountability. Now, I'm gonna break that one down because in-office accountability is very simple. Today, I asked somebody to do something for me. I'm like, hey, you've got this one metric, I really need you to 10X what you're doing on this one metric. And at the end of the day, I'm gonna check in, hey, how did it go today? That level of accountability when you're face-to-face -face with somebody and you make a request as a leader, a boss, a manager, and they agree to the request, you better believe today this person is going to deliver because I asked and they committed. And so the accountability in office is a much higher bar. And I think it's positive as you're growing and scaling, especially if you're making change in an organization. So there's some real positives to that space. Remote, here's an interesting thing. There's a lot of distractions in the remote world. I have three girls. I'm in my office at home. They knock on my door. My wife has a question. In office when this is your sacred space to create revenue and scale and grow and build a business there's some positivity about being not distracted in office and some people may you know disagree you know you hear about the water cooler but man we we have private offices here we close the door and work gets done and i think that's a positive thing about the in-house is that you're getting more stuff done and in the remote world, there's less distraction. Something else that's really cool, in the remote world, it's more about the results you deliver. So there's literally how many sales did you get? How many customers did you serve? Did you get the project done? Did you get the thing? There's less of a human element in the remote world and more focus on numbers, numbers, delivery and results, which is a positive thing, but it can be hard and it's at the cost of the human element of relationships. Let me explain, as I'm coaching people about their results, sometimes it's not the business that's the challenge, it's their personal world, or it's what's going on with their family, or it's what's going on with their spouse, or they're having a health concern. And it's a lot easier in-house, when you're in an office, having the human relationship capital that's so valuable as you're growing and scaling because remember you're climbing this mountain you're getting to the top and then you're looking at the top and you realize it's a false summit i'm at a 50 million dollar company now and i realize it's going to be hard to get to 100 million dollars oh my gosh i need new people i need different relationships i need different systems and process in office that relationship capital is much higher as a leader, I can ask people to do things for me and it's more probable that they will commit and together we will grow and scale the business. So it's interesting because a lot of companies are deciding, are we gonna be in office? Are we gonna be remote? And here's the truth, I want both. I want all of the positives of in office and all the positives of remote to help my business and yours grow and scale. And so what I love about the in office, you get all of these things, meaning you can actually get the culture, teamwork, leadership, communication, accountability, and human relationship capital and then if you go over to this remote thing, and let's say you give people one or two days of working remote, then you get the work-life balance. It's not isolating. You upgrade your systems. 
you have less cost and lower liability because you're not always in the office and you might not need as big of place. There's no, less distractions and you can focus on the numbers. Now you have the best of both worlds and you're more likely to scale and grow your company. Here's the thing, in the remote world, if you do a hybrid or a blended model, which I believe is the right choice, then your mission, your values, all the things that are really driving the growth of your company, like your customers and how you serve them, your employees and how they serve them, you get all of the best of both worlds. And here's the thing, when you're growing and scaling, you got 1 million, really hard, really hard to get to 1 million, really hard to get to 10, really hard to get to 50, really hard to get to 100, and in each of those peaks, there are false summits. And so you have to completely change what you do, how you serve your customers. You might have to add capacity. You might have to hire a whole new team. You might have to ask your team to do different things. And in those moments of massive organizational change in office and a blended model, a hybrid, some in office, some remote, will help you affect those change and have a positive work-life balance, culture, and grow in scale, and so that's why I'm a big believer in a hybrid model, and I think you should be too. In 2030, this will be the way that all remote teams are built, remote and in office, a blended model.